You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Trick or treat, Lone Star Radio listeners. This is Dick, the general manager, taking this quick moment to remind you that Lone Star Community Radio is looking to fill some of our talk show slots along with some of our DJ slots. We have a new show airing on the 10th, Making Connections with Stacey Harris, which will air every second Tuesday of the month at 1 p.m. Make sure to check it out along with our other programs on Lone Star Community Radio. More information on Lone Star Community Radio, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com. And again, if you're interested in doing something with us, Call the station, 936-647-3776. Thanks for checking out this recording, and I hope you guys enjoy. Hello, everyone. I'm Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture out of downtown Conroe. Lone Star Community Radio, and we're going to have a fun morning. Isn't it beautiful outside? It's perfect weather to go run. Let's see how long it lasts, but it's great right now. It's clear. It's a little crisp outside, much better than how it was yesterday. It was kind of humid actually all weekend, and then this little front came in. So let's enjoy it while we can. So you can listen to us at IRLoneStar.com where you will see the video while we're talking, or you can go to FM 104.5, 106.1, and we are here every Monday at noon. So my guests today in order are Chris McGraw. Chris McBride and Sarah Tillman, and they're going to talk to us about the Rotary Club of Conroe and an event that's coming up a week from Tuesday. And then in the second half will be John Stacy. He is an advocate coach, business coach. So we're going to find out exactly what that is. What does a business coach do? So we're going to we're going to find out. But first, let's talk about news since this is Conroe Culture News. Astros. We are all excited about the Astros. We've had so much bad going on with the Hurricane Harvey and all that. And even the Texans won yesterday. So it's it's a wonderful Monday today. But, of course, the Astros play today at Yankee Stadium, game three of the best of seven. And that starts at 7.08. Why 7.08? That's just like, I don't know, <laughs> 7.05, but 7.08 and then they play two more games. Games four and five are played Tuesday and Wednesday at 4.08, just so you know. And Pacific Yard House will have all of the games on their big screen by the bar. And that seems to be a thing lately when you go in there and the games are on. They have a packed house. So if you want some camaraderie and Astros, go down there and watch the games. So then the National League, is that the Dodgers and the Cubs or? Yes. Okay. So they're playing too. And the winner of both series, the Dodgers and the Cubs and the Yankees and the Astros will go to the World Series. How exciting is that? I think it's great news. So we'll see what happens. Tonight, you can go to the Red Brick Tavern as on every Monday night and listen to Charles Peters and Fred McIntosh. They will be on the stage at 7.30 p.m. And there will be open mic with Caleb and the Homegrown Tomatoes at the Corner Pub at 9 o'clock. And he hosts, Caleb hosts the open mic every Monday night. So this is all free, too. There's there's always something going on in downtown Conroe. If you really want to know what's going on in the calendar, you can go to experiencedowntownconroe.com and see all of our monthly events. And if you hit one of the items in the calendar, that link will take you to the site that's hosting it, like Red Brick Tavern, Corner Pub, Pacific Yard House, or maybe it's all the merchants. So, uh, speaking of all the merchants, we will have our second annual trick-or-treating through downtown Conroe shops on Saturday, October 28th from 3 to 5 p.m. This was a big hit last year. So, parents, you will be looking for posters on the windows and probably a list that will be given to you when you go into any of the venues that will tell you which merchants are participating in the trick-or-treat. Again, that will be on Saturday, October 28th from 3 to 5 p.m. So don't miss this opportunity to grab some treats. 
This coming Friday, October 20th, October is just rolling by here real fast. So there's going to be the premiere of our two performing theaters in town at the Owen Theater. They will have uh, Dial M for Murder, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and Young Frankenstein will be at the Crichton Theater. Both are supposed to be great. Two diverse options. Dial M for Murder is a murder mystery, as you would guess. And uh, so they've been practicing. The Players Theater Company has been working on this for quite some time. And, you know, they don't get paid for this either to put on these performances for us. And the Stage Right of Texas has been working on Young Frankenstein, Frankenstein, I think they're calling it. And that's supposed to be a very funny comedy, if you're familiar with that. So, again, that's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Pecos Hank will be at the Corner Pub. Braggarts is Irish Folk and Fun at Pacific Yard House. If you haven't been to Pacific Yard House, you need to go check it out. They are open for lunch and dinner daily. Lunch starts at 11 o'clock, and they're in the Conroe, the old Conroe Sparkle Ice House. It's been there since the turn of 1900s. They have a roof on it, an expanded bar. They can seat up to 150 people in there. So it's actually our largest venue in downtown Conroe. Saturday the 21st will be, again, Dial M for Murder, Young Frankenstein, Colby Keeling at the Red Brick Tavern, Mike Amabile at the Corner Pub. And this is an awesome thing, Piano Punch with Dueling Pianos at Pacific Yard House. I went to that last month, and it was so much fun. If you've never been to a dueling piano show, it's very audience interactive. You put in requests for what you want to hear, and they play it. And uh, they're drinking shots of, what is that cinnamon drink? Um, Fireball. Yes. It makes them more entertaining. So (laughs) it's a lot of fun and it doesn't cost any money either. So there is no cover charge to do this. So go check that out. Sunday, Johnny Riley will be doing the Gospel Sunday Brunch at Red Brick Tavern starting at 1030 in the morning. And if you haven't heard Johnny Riley, he was here at the radio station Friday night. He also played at the Conroe Catfish Festival, which was this last weekend. He does blues, he does gospel, he does Americana, and he's really talented. So that's another opportunity at Gospel Sunday Brunch at the Red Brick Tavern. So some other things to put on your calendar as we're talking about news is trick-or-treating with the city of Conroe, October 21st at Carl Barton Park from 3 to 6 will be the annual trick-or-treating. And after they do that, they will have a movie showing there starting at 715 at the park of Ghostbusters. The original Ghostbusters. That's really fun. So they're still looking for vendors. If anyone is interested, they need to contact Elizabeth West at the City of Conroe. And her email is ewest at cityofconroe.org. Or you can send me a message on Conroe Culture News. Pumpkin bobbing. This one is a little confusing to me. I mean, I know what, what pumpkin bobbing is, but they're supposed to be doing this in the pool at Candy Cane Park. So that could be interesting. I don't know if they're all jumping in with the pumpkins or how that's going to happen exactly. But it's October 27th and it's $5 each. So I'm assuming you keep the pumpkin. I'm not, I'm not clear on this. So I'm just giving you information. And you can find that out at cityofconroe.org. Now, Daytron Rogers was on the show last week. He's also a Rotary member, but he was telling us about the community-wide garage sale. So if you have some things that uh, you want to sell, they are getting this out in a big way for this garage sale on October 28th. There's a lot of things going on that day. So you do garage sale first, and then you do trick-or-treating and all of that. But uh, the space, there's still spaces available, and it's $25 for a booth. 40 if you want a double one, and the unsold items will then be donated to the Crisis Assistance Center. So you don't have to call somebody and you don't have to lug it around. Just one-stop shop. Make some money and then get it out to the Crisis Assistance Center that serves people throughout the county, and they're still helping with relief with Harvey. Now, if you donate five food items, you get a discount of $5 as well which reminds me of something else. I believe that Kevin Brady fundraiser is tonight too, and he is not uh, taking money at the door for that. That's at Dosey Dose at 
5.30, I think, 5 or 5.30. It's probably 5.08, I don't know. But <laughs> if you bring the food, you get in. So they're just looking for uh, supplements to the Montgomery County Food Bank. So uh, again, that's the uh, Kevin Brady fundraiser for the Montgomery County Food Bank. So uh, another event that's coming up is the Turkey Trot 5K. That will be on November 18th. Yes, we're moving into November here shortly, which you know what comes after that, Thanksgiving and Christmas. So hold on, because once we get past Halloween, it's all over, folks. It's just the way it goes. So we're going to take a little break, and we're going to be back with my first guests, Sarah Tillman and Chris McBride. I am Margie Taylor, Conroe Culture News, Lone Star Community Radio, downtown Conroe. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. And we are back at Conroe Culture News at Lone Star Community Radio. I'm your host, Margie Taylor, Taylorized PR, and my first two lovely guests with me today, sitting across the room from me, are Sarah Tillman and Chris McBride. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are y'all doing today? Doing good. Enjoying awesome. the weather. Isn't it beautiful outside? just wonderful i just wish it could stay just like this yeah. just perfect weather i even put the boots on today i'm like why not might <laughs> change tomorrow okay so ladies you're gonna tell us about conroe rotary right, right. how long is how long has the rotary been around overall do you have any idea rotary international is um, more than 100 years old 126 or seven i believe and the Rotary Club of Conroe is 85 years old. We were uh, very early in the Rotary generations, and it's been continual membership all these years. The club has changed through the years and has had various locations, but it's a really cool place to be right now. Uh, Sarah represents the future of Rotary as a young <laughs> professional woman. I know. I love that. And I must say, I'm kind of on the other side of this. <laughs> know, I'm a <laughs> professional woman toward the end of my career. But we think that's one of the wonderful things about Rotary is that we have these sort of friendships that are developing and we work side by side for the good of not just Conroe and the community, but the world at large. So, Sarah, how long have you been involved with Rotary? This is my second year, I believe. I'm coming up on a second-year member. I think next summer will we'll mark officially two years. So it's it's been really fun. I enjoy my Tuesday lunch crowd every week. And, you know, when I have to miss, I'm always upset. I feel like it throws a kink in my whole week. But, yeah, I, I love being friends with Chris and just everybody. Now, Margie, you are a I member know. of our Conroe Rotary I, Club. I'm still so. trying to figure everything out. I do <laughs> like lunch, though. Lunch is always really good. Yeah, <laughs> Lunch is really good. And it's uh, we have just recently moved to the Conroe Chamber Building, which is a fabulous place yeah, to have to have lunch. It's a wonderful building. It's very professional. The acoustics are mm -hmm. fabulous, which they is kind of nice. And, uh, and we have centrally some located. Centrally <laughs> located, really easy parking. And we have some dynamic speakers. It's it's a great club. We're having a good time, it aren't is. we? Are we meeting there at the Chamber Tuesday? At Tomorrow. the Chamber. Because we can't kind of go back and forth a little bit, and I get confused. <laughs> yeah, since we switched later in the year, I think the Chamber still had some... Uh, other things, things that they had on their calendar. So I think starting in January, though, it'll be, will be pretty consistently Consistent. on Tuesdays. So you have an event coming up a week from Tuesday. Tell me about that event. It's actually October 24th, right? In the evening. It is. Yeah. It's October 24th at 630. It's going to be at the North Montgomery County Community Center. Uh, it's our annual Spirits of Texas. I think this is the third year. Is that correct? Okay. I was involved last year, but it was my first year. So um, it's our fundraiser, and we um, tickets are $25. $5 of that will go to the End Polio Now uh, program that um, 
basically is trying to eradicate polio. I think now we're just down to three cases and have to keep it that way for five years, maybe. Sorry, I'm looking at Chris because she's, <laughs> That's okay. she's my go-to. But um, yeah, every, th- every uh, $5 we make will be matched two to one by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So we're really hoping to get a good turnout so that we can, you know, really, truly represent the Connor Rotary Club and uh, truly have an impact on the In Polio Now program. You never hear much about polio No, because it's almost gone, but... That's when, almost, that's when it'll come back. Not quite. That's <laughs> if people right. let their guards down. So. Not quite. And uh, especially in the United States, we forget what a devastating illness this is because we haven't had a new case of polio in decades. However, polio is just a plane right away. Um, it is a highly infectious disease um, that paralyzes people literally within hours of contracting the disease. And that can be devastating. People lose the use of limbs. Um, People die. It affects more children than adults. But uh, there is something that's not talked about a lot that is still a presence in the United States. The height of the polio epidemic in the United States was in the 50s and in the early 60s before the vaccine, Mm -hmm. before we had the vaccine. And uh, folks who contracted the disease in those early years, of course, are still alive. Those are people my age. (laughs) And uh, there is a syndrome called post-polio syndrome that very often affects people who contracted polio and lived. And as they age and their body gets a little more tired, some of the symptoms of polio come back. And one of those is respiratory ailments. And uh, so you can start your early life with having had polio, and it comes back to haunt you in later years. And we have those people who are still living amongst us and suffering with polio. We don't want new generations of people to have that begin again. So is it kind of like a virus that stays in you, kind of like how chicken pox does and shingles and all that, you think? It's it's similar. similar. It's similar. And there is no cure. And that's an important thing. thing. You must be vaccinated. There is no cure. So they're still vaccinating kids, right? Absolutely. And Rotary and uh, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the World Health Organization, with many other community partners, have led the fight for polio since 1988. Uh, It is, as Sarah said, it's now down to two countries that are actively, um, still have active polio cases, one where we have no cases, but we have another two or three years to go before they can be certified polio-free. And so this is a really important thing that Rotary is doing to rid the world of this disease. Um, Another important piece of that puzzle is that when we finish the fight, the work that we have done will live on, not just because we'll have a polio-free world, but but because the network that we have set up to fight the disease is going to stay intact. All of these years since the 80s, when we started this, we have developed a wonderful network of community volunteers and how-to programs how to vaccinate, how to go into war-torn countries and convince world leaders that this is for the good of their country and their people. Uh, We have had outbreaks of Ebola around the world Mm -hmm. that the polio network has activated and they have gone in and shut down uh, the disease. So that's going to be the lasting legacy. That's a really good point. It's incredible. So um, one of the points I see here that you gave me is that it's the polo eradication campaign has been the largest NGO health campaign in history. In history. And because it's done so well, that's why we don't see it or hear of cases of polio. It just doesn't happen. Absolutely true. So that's one of the major things that... Uh, Rotary does, but there's also some other programs that Rotary does, correct? Right. Yeah. Tell me um, about some of those. Well, some of the, what what the rest of the ticket prices will go towards is um, helping our club to fund the different programs locally that we help out with. Um, we buy I Like Me books for first graders uh, in the Conroe and Caney Creek uh, area. We give scholarships to Conroe High School seniors at the end of every year. Uh, we provide educational enhancements for Runyon Elementary. I think last year we uh, helped fund their robotics program, and some of our membership was able to go and kind of watch them at the end of the year uh, 
do this robotics thing. And um, we also support the Rotary Worldwide Foundation and Worldwide Service Projects similar to Polio. But um, yeah, our, our fundraiser on October 24th is going to feature Texas wines, beers, distilled spirits. Um, and we're also going to have local Texas foods. I know uh, Red Brick Tavern is going to be there. Also Poppy's Seafood and Willis. Um, 105 Cafe. 105 Cafe, Congo, right. At Pizza uh, Shack. Pizza Shack. So if you like to eat and drink for yes. a cause, that's what you exactly. should do. Exactly. But we didn't say where it is. It's at the Community Center in Willis, yeah, right? Yeah, the North Montgomery County Community Center. Over there right. by C.C. Hardy. Absolutely. Yes. A yeah. nice, easy off uh, off of I-45 and 1097. Yeah, very easy Right, to get you just there. stay on the feeder and turn right. Right. And there it is. And I think it's worth mentioning, again, this ticket is $25. That's that all, is right. such a great deal. It it's is a, a lot, a lot of ticket. food, and there's a lot of exhibitors there. Lots and lots of exhibitors. So it's it's definitely worth your money, and it's for a great cause. So. so I know I still have tickets, and so they can go to any Rotary of Conroe member and get tickets. Yeah, any Rotary Club of Conroe. Can they go any other ways, or is it just by one on one? No, absolutely. You can go to our website, which is ConroeRotary.org are directly to our Facebook page, which is Conroe Rotary, or there is a Spirits of Texas Facebook page, and there's information on each one of those pages about how to get tickets. Or they can contact you, Margie, and we'll help <laughs> you, we'll help you sell yours. You. <laughs> yes, yes, please do, because I need to sell my tickets, and I still have a bunch of them. So it helps youth programs. There's also a scholarship program as well, right? Scholarship program is a very large program for most Rotary clubs, but it's a really big deal in the Conroe Rotary. Again, 85 years of giving scholarships to high school seniors uh, in the Conroe Independent School District. There's quite a legacy there of service to this community. Definitely. So anyone can come and be a guest. Absolutely. Tuesday. We we want to invite anyone and everyone to come. Oh, of course, to our normal meetings. Or then come at 1130. And, and kind of meet and greet and socialize because <laughs> we all like to talk and meet new people right. and network over at the chamber. No, it's a great and club. And then have lunch and see what Rotary's about. Uh, it's a very welcoming group. It is. You know, that's one of the things I've always loved uh, about Rotary. I've been a Rotarian for 19 years now. Wow. And um, <laughs> short story, I was complaining one day to my insurance agent in Houston about a networking group I was in. And I loved the group, don't get me wrong, but I wanted to do community service. It was the wrong outlet. It was a networking group. And he finally said to me one day, you know, you should just stop complaining and you should come to Rotary. And the next week he brought me into Rotary. Now I have to tell you, I'm a small business person and I walked into the Junior League of Houston with 400 people sitting in that room, mostly men in black business suits. I was incredibly intimidated, but they were incredibly welcoming. Even though I felt out of place, they very quickly welcomed me. Uh, I was in that club for a year. That Rotary Club built the Rotary House in Houston in the Texas Medical Center. So a large club of that many people has that kind of power. And then Michael and I, my husband, moved to Montgomery County And um, we have smaller clubs here. We tend to have smaller clubs in the county, but that makes them no less dynamic, doing fabulous work. So um, it doesn't matter if it's a club of 25 or a club of 250 or a club of 1,000. Rotary is right there and welcoming to you. Very goal-oriented. You're you're part of the family of Rotary. Definitely. Were you going to say something no, there? No, no. Oh, okay. Just, just <laughs> all right, well, okay. Story. So interesting. I picked up on something you said. So it was all men. How long has it been traditionally men? And when did women start getting involved? Oh, that it's is 1987, a, actually. That, that's an I interesting remember. story. Yes. So was it you that came and spoke about, or maybe it was Doris. It Doris was Doris. Lockie, that's what I was our, okay. One of our past district governors. Right. Doris, uh, one of our members here in the area, uh, came and spoke about women in Rotary at one of our meetings. And I, I didn't think much about it. I assumed, oh, you know, probably back in the 60s or 70s, maybe. She said 1987, and my jaw dropped. I thought, <laughs> are you joking? We've only let women in Rotary since right? 1987. Just incredible. But yeah, that's why it's it, a short it, time ago. It, it is. Yeah, it's so special when 
you know, still to this day, people are excited when women join their Rotary Clubs because it's only been, you know, So let's look back. If the Conroe Club of Conroe is 85 years old, they've only let women in for the last 30 years. Well, look at us. We're in. We are. We're the elite. We're there. (laughs) And we now are, I believe it's 27 or 28 percent of our membership. I could be wrong on that, so don't. Quote me, but uh, it's more but than it used to we're be. We're gaining ground. <laughs> right, we're right? gaining ground. You know, we've just been for a few months. Sarah's been for a few years, and as much as the guys might hate to admit it, sometimes I, uh, it's a more dynamic group of people. I think when women are there, and we're working side by side with one another. Women are very detail oriented. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of times the guys have some big grand sweeping ideas, which are fabulous. uh, And we're sometimes the people that can actually. Well, let's figure out how we're going to do that. How are you going to execute that? (laughs) Ooh, yeah. (laughs) Great idea. Okay. Let's get out pen and paper and see how we can make that happen. Absolutely. So the event is Tuesday, October 24th, Spirits of Texas, featuring Texas wines, Texas beers. I know Southern Star will be donating their beers. Right. And what kind of Texas wines? Are you going to be having Uh, some of Mr. Ron Sikowski's wines? We're going to have some of Mr. Ron Sikowski's (laughs) wines, I'm sure. Uh, Messina Hoff Winery, which is, of course, one of the most well-known wineries in Texas. Yano, which is the oldest winery in Texas. Uh, Becker Vineyards up in the Texas Hill Country. Mm -hmm. They have a very unique product. They plant lavender every other row. They have grapes, lavender, grape, lavender which infuses their wines with a real distinctive flavor. Um, And there are a few more wineries still coming on as we speak. We're not finished recruiting. We have a couple of distilleries that are coming in. And as we said, some fabulous food to go with that. So are we in need of some more donations for our silent auction? Definitely, yeah. We're, we're going to have a silent auction there, and we're super excited. Um, last year, we had a great turnout, and we're hoping to have the same this year. But um, any silent auction items can be taken to you, correct, Chris? Absolutely. Or Margie. Or Margie, yeah. Or Margie. Just send me a message <laughs> on Conroe Culture News or Margie at TaylorIcePR.com, and I will take care of you immediately. Okay, you know, it's funny. Um, I was in Seattle a couple, a couple of weeks ago which is kind of Amazon, Microsoft country everywhere. And they have these statues of Melinda and Bill Gates out there. It's quite, it was an interesting trip to Seattle. (laughs) They're a big part of the culture there. Yes, yes. (laughs) So uh, I'm I'm glad to be a Rotary member. Um, It's only been a short time. I don't know. Time gets away from me, but it's been a short time and I very much enjoy it because it's very focused on um, assisting people in need, you know, of all ages. Rotary has a saying called a hand up, not a handout. And I think that speaks a lot to what the the way Rotarians feel uh, about helping people be better versions of themselves, giving them the tools they need to live better lives through uh, peace. You know, when people are not at peace, it's very difficult when your stomach is empty and you have hunger pains to be a peaceful nation. So that's at the heart and soul of who Rotary does. And I think uh, Bill and Melinda Gates understood that. And it's one of the reasons why they've partnered with us on, um, on this event. So tell me about the pin, the international pin that you wear. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> every year, Rotary has a theme. And um, it it changes every year based on the goals of the next president. Um, And we are centering so much of what we're doing right now on polio, but it is not the only thing that we are doing. And uh, our themes this year are all about making a difference in the world and being people of action. Those are our bywords this year. We are people of action out in the community Um, That's why we're having this event uh, on October 24th. That's World Polio Day. World Polio Day. That's Mm -hmm. great. So again, you can go to ConroeRotary.org. You can go to the Facebook page, Conroe Rotary, or you can just put Spirits of Texas and probably find the event page. And I will also share it on Conroe Culture, and I've also shared it on my Taylorized PR page all over. So uh, 
We are going to take another break here and we'll be on with John Stacy. But you can re-listen to this and our podcast that will be available probably late tomorrow and the YouTube. So uh, I'm Archie Taylor, Conroe Culture News, Lone Star Community Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. I'm Joey Savage. Corey DLG. We are Nerd Thug Radio. Catch us every Monday from 1 to 3 and check out our website, nerdthugradio.com. We like to talk about quilting, horseback riding, and baking quiche. Actually, we don't, but we do like talking nerdy to you. That's right. Every Monday from 1 to 3 p.m., hashtag talking nerdy to you. And we're back. I'm Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News out of downtown Conroe at Lone Star Community Radio, FM 104.5, 106.1, IRLoneStar.com. So you can also see all of the shows if you want to do that, all of them that we've done. I, I think we've been videoed all year, hasn't it been, Dick? Something like that, since January, I think. So if you would like to do that, you can go to YouTube and look for Conroe Culture and see them all, or see yourself if you've been on the show, and share it again. So the next guest I have today is John Stacey, and he's a business coach with AdvoCoach. And so he's going to tell us a little bit about being a coach and why you might want to have one and uh, how you can connect with him. Welcome, John. Well, good morning, Margie. How are you today? <laughs> I am good. How are you? <laughs> Excellent. It is a beautiful day in Conroe, it is. isn't it? It's beautiful. I love it like this. It's wonderful. I love fall. Fall is my favorite. Actually, November, because usually it becomes more steady, better weather, but one can only hope, right? (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing today? Uh, Doing great. And, you know, since it's below 90 degrees, it'll be that way. You know, the fall's here. The leaves are probably going to change here pretty shortly. And so just excited to be here and be able to spend some time with you. So what is a business coach? Well, I work with business owners and really help them evaluate their business. And so I'm the person that they call when they realize that they're not achieving the goals and dreams that they thought they were going to. Would you say that there's a certain time that they should um, start working with a business coach? Does it depend where they are in their business? Well, actually, there's really any time in their business life, whether it's a startup or they're 20 years or they're looking at an exit strategy, it is some, something that they ought to be looking for. What I've found with, with business owners, they are great at what they do, whether they're technicians or whatever their business is about. They are great at that. But a lot of those things around how the business is run, uh, and that may be related to accounting. It may be to marketing. It may be to organizational structure. But there's a lot of things that they, they don't have strengths there. Uh, so they've got gaps in their knowledge. So I really help them uh, focus on education, uh, really develop best practices, and then really I stand with them side by side uh, and really help them from an accountability perspective. So you offer advice. Do you give them follow-up things to work on after you have a meeting so that they know what things they can uh, it's a progression it, kind of like? Yeah, it's a progression. And you know so as I work with people, generally they don't they don't have a business plan. So we'll develop a strategic plan. We'll really look at their strengths and weaknesses and opportunities. Uh, we'll really talk about what their vision is in life, uh, what the vision for the company is. A lot of times it's amazing that business owners really don't know. Don't they, have an idea. Exactly. Uh, so it's just shooting in the dark. And then they're not, not sure why they fail. And so as you look at it, 90% of businesses are, fail from startup. So I really like helping small businesses that are able to understand what they can do to change. Uh, and so we talk a little bit about transformation and kind of a, uh, to talk about transformation, if you thought about remodeling and uh, when you talk about remodeling, you may talk about getting a new floor, new counters, new, new colors on their walls, but they're going to completely do something different with what your house is if you were going to be remodeling your house. And I help them, uh, actually, if you think about, what's the TV show uh, that they do the remodeling on? Uh, HGTV. Right, so if you look at that, (laughs) so they've got these computer models that say, gee, if I painted it red, yellow, green, if I put this kind of uh, uh, appliances in, and if I did these types of things, this is what it would look like. 
So when I start talking about transforming your business, it's really a lot like remodeling. What do you want it to, this is what it looks like today. This is now what we want it to look like. Then we develop plans to change the trajectory, to change their business model so that they can get where they are to what that, that does. Now it is a progression because you, you know, even in a remodeling, you do one step at a time. You don't do it all at once. You might do the floor first and then the walls and then the counters and then the appliances. Well, we really do the same thing. Mm -hmm. We really define what's the first thing we're going to work on. And so we develop a quarterly plan and say, okay, these are the three to five things we're going to focus on. And as we focus on those, then we'll, uh, I do checkpoints with them. We're actually a project plan and work that project plan with them on a continuous basis. So how long have you been doing this, working with people individually? Well, I've been working over 40 years developing uh, bus businesses. I've actually owned this business for the last couple, two and a half years. Uh, the businesses, though, I've been in million to multi-million dollar businesses over the last 40 years. And it's all about team development and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, putting the right people in place, giving them the accountability, uh, giving the, the tools uh, and then making sure that they use those tools. And if you don't mind, I'm going to tell you a little story. Uh, you mentioned what's happening in Conroe. Well, we also have Lake Conroe, and there's a lot of stuff that goes on at Lake Conroe. I was there over the weekend. Saturday morning, I got up. It's a beautiful day. I go out to the lake, get on the boat. Uh, I go out, in the, uh, I'm on the lake, and it's a little foggy, not too worried about it. Uh, but as I get down towards the, the lighthouse, uh, I start going into some fog. And I'm going, well, it's not that bad because I'm planning to go down to the other end of the lake to get some coffee, fill up the boat with some gas. And it's something I've done, I don't know, hundreds of times in the last 10 years I've uh, had a boat there. And But as I went out in the lake, it got real foggy and I could not see. I had no clue where I was. Now, I That's knew where scary. I was. Oh, and you scary. think. I'm, Were you by yourself? Yes. Yeah. And you, all of a sudden, yeah, it is scary. And you wouldn't think, well, I know exactly where I am. But I kept going and going actually partway across the lake. Uh, I said, well, gee, with all this fog, I better turn the lights on. So I turned the lights on. I went a little farther. And then I looked down. My uh, <coughs> oil pressure's way up. And my, the heat's up to like 190 degrees. It's way hotter than it normally runs. I'm going, oh, that's a problem. So I start turning around. I hit a switch, though. And all of a sudden, the water. So I had a technical problem. But it's a problem. This is just like a business. Uh, I uh, Once the oil pressure went back down, I said, oh, I'm going to continue to go. I kept going and going. And, but I wasn't sure where, I knew where the end point was because I've been there, but I wasn't sure where I was. And all of a sudden I look up and I see some high tension wires. Now, if you know, I know where that is on the lake. That's. So you felt better because you had your bearings. Yeah. Except now I was a couple of miles out of the, out of where I was, where I was going. Well, eventually right. to make a long story short, I finally made it to Starbucks, filled up the coffee, the, the fog lifted, and I felt a lot better about it. So I, I kind of ask a business owner, are you in the fog? Right. Are you concerned? Do you know where you are? And how are you using your tools? Because when I was there, I had tools. I, I could see it was going north, south, east, or west. I could see how deep the water was. I could see what the, I could see all these things. I had the tools, but it still didn't make me feel any better. I was very nervous about where I was, even though I knew exactly that I was, uh, I knew exactly where I was going. You didn't have the confidence. So I help build the confidence. I help uh, owners learn how to use those tools. I help them. Uh, really, I want to be the lighthouse uh, that a business owner comes to to help them come out of the fog. Well, there you go. How appropriate. <laughs> yeah, I, I just kind of made that up pretty yeah, good. But huh? that's, yeah, yeah, you know, it works. So everyone should have a business plan. And I won't even talk about where I am on that spectrum. But as your business grows, you know, you have a plan and you might need to adapt it and figure what the elements are that you need to be successful as you as you get going. Because when you start a business, you may have an idea of what you're going to do. Let's say PR. What does that look like? Are you going to do everything? There, there's many elements, you know, and maybe it changes after a year based on need of people. You know, so what you thought you were going to do has now you've gotten more clarity that that isn't really what you're good at. And that isn't what the need is, as in any business. Right. So right. it's it's continually being modified. Yeah. And so your plan always has to be continually modified. 
And so periodically, and whether that's every 90 days or every six months or, or once a year, uh, the important thing is, one, put a plan together, start executing to the plan. And that's really one of the things I help help business owners with is execution because mm-hmm. it's really standing side by side with them. Cause you know, you know, as a business owner, you plan on doing some, these three things today and then the emergency happens, the calls Always. come in every day. Always. And then th- those <laughs> things that you planned on doing, right. you didn't do. Right. And so, so that makes it a real challenge for you to grow your company long-term. Well, and another interesting thing is that if you're in the midst of it, you're not taking a glance from the outside. So by working with a business coach like yourself that have done this for many years, you can take that glance from the outside and, and get the perspective of an outsider of what's going on. It's really, you know, so as an, as an advisor, uh, if you look at large companies, they've got board of directors. And, and really the board of directors is to advise uh, and give direction as far as where the companies go. As a small business owners, most business owners don't have someone to get advice from. Uh, so where do they go? They go to the internet. Well, that's not a great place because you don't know what to believe and what not to believe. Uh, it's they not ma- tailored to them. Well, let's tailorize it. So, uh, you know, you can go to your best mm-hmm. friend, but they don't know anything about no. your business. Right. So you have someone that's in business that can really Impartial. help you. Impartial. Impartial. So... Do you want a great club or a great swing? Tell me about that. Okay, so uh, a lot of people, when they start their business, they will spend significant amounts of dollars on the tools of their trade. And as they start doing that, I ask a question. Uh, if you were, Are you a golfer? No. Okay. Well, if you were a golfer, <laughs> what, how would you answer that? Do you want a great club? Do you want the best clubs available, or do you want a great swing? I probably just want to be good at what I'm doing, a great swing. That's right. A lot of people, though, say, if I have the best tools in the world, I'll be successful. Right. And if you can't swing the club or if you can't it hit the ball, do you it, any good. it's irrelevant. It, so I'm a runner. So do I need the best shoes in the world? No. no. But I need shoes that are going to work for me. That's right. <laughs> right. That's right. So every business is like that. Do you want the best club or best shoes or best tools or best whatever? Or do you want to have the skill set? Uh, that you can't, that will drive your success. So that's really club tools or swing. So you work on the swing. Absolutely. So transaction versus transformation. Transaction to me sounds like you're just putting it in, putting in time. Transformation is formative. Yes. Well, so uh, transactions, you know, you can fix some, someone's cash flow. You can talk about uh, if someone's got a cash flow issue, there's some specific things we can do to address that. We can fix it. Uh, you know what? I can work with someone and we can change their sales model. We can uh, have a sales uh, management plan. We can do those things and we can fix things for a short period of time. But if I leave and all we did was fix that transactional piece of the business and they go back to their old habits, then we really haven't fixed anything. It's all about transforming the way they think and change the way they think about their business so that they can make long-term positive uh, changes. Results. Well, we're going to take a quick break and come back and find out a little bit more about this. And then I also see you have a flyer about Faith Fest. So we're going to talk about that too. Okay. So I'm Margie Taylor, Conroe Culture News, Downtown Conroe, Lone Star Community Radio. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out ourlonestar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV, YouTube, and heard on our podcast FM and internet radio. Support your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. And we are back. I'm Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News, FM 104.5, 106.1, Lone Star Community Radio out of downtown Conroe. And we are here every Monday at noon to 1 p.m. And we are having a conversation today with John Stacy, a business coach for AdvoCoach. And we're talking about transforming your business. Um, and I think we left off on that, something about 
how uh, executing is very important to how you transformation versus versus transactional the long range plan instead of just short term quick fixes so why would you use a coach can you're saying anybody could use a business coach you know basically you're right anybody can and should use a business coach all of us don't know everything True. So what you do is you ha- you get a business coach that is the right business coach for you, because the, there's got to be this personal relationship. Uh, but it's the the person that has the skill set to address where you have shortcomings, or you you don't have the education, or you don't have the knowledge about how to do this. So if you get with someone that can work on your specific area where you feel a weakness, that can help everybody. I had a thought and I just lost my thought. Okay, so for instance, when you're getting ready to hire somebody, if you've started out a business and it's getting to be overwhelming and you can see it yourself that you cannot do it all yourself. So you either need to scale back, not take new business or hire somebody. And that's exactly what happens with a lot of companies. Uh, it kind of, there's a uh, right around a million dollars in revenue. There's a point where the owner has to make a decision. They're working 60, 70, 80 hours a week. They are the key point, the focal point within the, the organization. And they've, they've got two options. They've either got to change the organization so that they can scale the business up, or they've got to kind of back things off a little bit if they're just happy. Because you can't with, keep going in the way you're going. Exactly right. And so that's where the business owners have a real challenge because starting a business was kind of easy. It became natural. They were real good at it. You, you take HVAC guys, just, you know, the trades, for example. You know, but they're great technicians. They start their own business, and they can grow it and grow it and grow it. But they're the technician. It's that business around them. And when they get to a certain size, when they want to start hiring two, three, four more technicians, all of a sudden, they don't have any management skills, but they're really good at fixing an HVAC that system. That going to work. So, uh, <laughs> exactly. Right. So, that's where, uh, you know, one of those uh, areas that a business coach can help. And so, even if you don't have a business coach, there's a lot of education things that can happen. Uh, there are lots of seminars and other... And you offer seminars, and correct? Ab- absolutely. So, I've done anything in the past uh, from strategic planning. We've just finished one up a couple months ago on... Uh, the CRMs, which are customer relationship management uh, uh, software. We've gone into marketing. I've got one coming up in uh, November 9th, Thursday, November 9th, 11.30 to 1 at the Conroe, Lake Conroe Chamber. And we're going to be talking about the one thing. And you're going, the one thing? What is the one thing? What is the one thing in your life, if you could focus on this, that it would make everything easier for you to accomplish? And so this is a, based upon a book called The One Thing. Mm. And uh, so we're going to be talking about that. And it's about focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's about uh, time management. I was going to say time is the one thing to me. Time. Well, it's all about time with me. Well, and, and it might be. And, and so there's, as it was a really interesting book to go through to really sit there. Because mm. it's not, as you start looking at it, it's, you know, what's the one thing in your business? What's so you're going to see one thing in your business, one thing in your personal life, the one thing in your relationships, the one thing in your your uh, 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 religious life. So we've got a lot of one things, but there's really one. If you get all those together and you say, okay, if I if this is the one thing I want to accomplish from a business perspective in the future, in one year, in one month, in one uh, week, in one day, and we do that for each one of those areas. Is it always the same thing? No. Okay. But, but you know, the interesting thing is you're going to get to one thing that says, look, I've got a friend that I was uh, working with uh, at a conference and their one thing was going to going to bed by 10 o'clock every night. And you're going, well, how does that work? Well, when you started looking at everything that she wanted to accomplish, having enough sleep and getting started at the right time in the morning with the right attitude helped in uh, her health. Uh, helped in her business life, helped with the kids, uh, et cetera. So you got to have time. It, it, so you in her case, it, it. It, uh, everybody's different, but it's a, mm-hmm. a pretty good book, and it's called The One Thing. Well, um, I want to also add how somebody can get in touch with you, and you are at jstacy, S-T-A-C-Y dot avicoach, that's A-D-V-I-C-O-A-C-H dot com, but you're also listed in the Conroe Chamber if somebody wanted to but, look in that directory. 
Um, but I want to talk about something else that's passionate to you because we only have a few minutes more on this show. So tell me about Faith Fest. Okay, so Faith Fest is a, is a fantastic uh, thing that's coming up here in the next, uh, is an event coming up on November 4th. It's going to be in downtown Conroe at the Heritage Park. Uh, it's at 500 Collins Street. It's uh, sponsored by Wood Forest and uh, MHW Real Estate and Kevin Brady. Now, the sponsors have have really decided that with everything that's going on in Houston at this point, everybody's been so giving uh, with everything with re regards to the flooding that this event is now going to be a free event. So, uh, again, it's a free event sponsored by Wood Forest, uh, Kevin Brady, and MHW Real Estate. Now, the thing is, it's got some really, really good talent. Uh, the headliners are Building 429. A lot of you may have heard of them. We also have Rebig uh, Bagwell, Chris August, uh, uh, Chad Strader, just for a uh, a couple of them. And anything, any proceeds that we do get, there will be a goodwill offering. Uh, All the King's Horses, uh, Calvary Steel Ministries, Compassion United, Crisis Assistance Center, and several more. So it's a great event. Come out to great music. You're going to get to hear from Kevin Brady and a number of other folks. And uh, it's a pretty exciting event. Okay, well, I just want everybody to remember that Bridgewood Farm has their 50-year anniversary luncheon. 50 years, oldest nonprofit right, in Montgomery yeah. County at April Sound, and that's 1130 to 1.30 on Friday. And our guests next week will be Swing Golf, Debbie Glenn of Red Brick Tavern, Bears, etc., and Victoria Ansley of the City of Conroe. So, John, I appreciate you being on the show, and uh, we will put the information about Faith Fest, which I have actually been posting it all over the place. So, and the radio station will also have some tickets. Yep. I'm Margie Taylor, Taylorized PR, Conroe Culture News, Lone Star Community Radio. Until next week. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas, at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.